Vera Payne. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed was released on October 18th. Joining me to discuss the game and what fans can expect from this series is head of design and creative at Ilphonic, Jared Gerritsen. Thanks for joining me, Jared. Thank you for having me. So you've had a long career in video games. Like, when did this start for you? Technically, it started as a kid and going to my cousin's house and playing Atari. But, you know, I would say I would say it was art school. And I was a stupid kid that thought I could make a could make money being an artist <laughs> and my roommate was going to school trying to be a the animator and he decided to slum it in video games for a while he's still in video games right now and i saw him play he had me come to his office and he showed me this game called counter-strike and it was like a mod and seeing people play together online was just this thing that it just it was so amazing to me and I remember going home and having him show me how to make 3D models, and I started using 3D to for my graphic design stuff, and then I just got good at it, and he said, you should get into games. I could t- t- try to get you a job at the place, and I still remember saying, I don't want to be an artist, though. I want to be the guy that says what game we make, and he's like, good luck, man. You have to really put work in, and you have to do all this stuff, and I still got a job and it took me, you know, 20 some odd years to be the guy that's saying what you're doing, but I got to it. So long, long, long road for sure. But uh, yeah, it's been an amazing road. I don't know for you, what game was it that you're like, this is, this is like peak career right here. Honestly, it's Ghostbusters. I think that, you know, this was a lot of my games that I've made that I was in this position were a matter of like, hey, someone's looking for X, Y, or Z, or hey, we have this thing and uh, let's do something with it. Predator was a game that we at Ophonic decided to make, and so was Ghostbusters. But Predator was definitely one of those things where there was a lot of a lot of people that were saying what we can and can't do. Ghostbusters was the very first game that we set out to make and we decided to self-publish so by us self-publishing we're like the ones that chose everything you know we chose what what we could do what the budget was where it would land and all of that stuff and we worked really closely with ghost core but when we came in the game that we wanted to make is the game that we made and it's definitely ghostbusters it's definitely one of those things where you know, I saw the film when I was a young kid in the movie theater and I, and I, you know, that librarian scene scared the crap out of me for years. And I would like jump to light switches because of that film. But I also was building proton packs out of cardboard, um, you know, for years. And, you know, I've always been a Ghostbusters fan. And so when I joined Delphonic and we started talking about, you know, building our own, building our own thing, publishing our own games. And just the asymmetrical multiplayer thing that that I that I joined with Ilphonic Ghostbusters was absolutely the top of my list, and it was you know it's, it's just been amazing. You know, no one plays it. Still, I'm I'm beyond proud of what we've made, and it's it's great because people are playing it, so it's it's really cool. And I feel like we haven't let down any of the the you know the Ghostbusters fans. I feel like people are resonating so well with it. It's just it's just amazing. 
Now, since you guys are self-published when it comes to this game, was it immediately like you guys were like, hey, we're going to do a 4v1 type of game? Or did you throw around the idea of maybe should this be like an action adventure platformer? Was there ever, ever those conceptual designs for that? I joined Elphonic shortly after they launched F13. And I've known, I've known Chuck, the CEO, for many, many years. And when I joined, um, I was playing a lot of Friday the 13th. And, I, and I've, always, I've always been a multiplayer person. Like, I, I love multiplayer games because you can play something over and over and over again. And I feel like single-player action-adventure games, those are amazing games. Like, I, Metal Gear Solid till I die you know it's like I will play every version of Metal Gear Solid as long as they put it out and I love that game so much because it has such a cool story and it's so much fun to play but I don't go and play it every day after work and I feel multiplayer games are those those games that you can play every day you could play it you know before you play another game you you can you can at the end of the night you just want to play a quick match and so like multiplayer for me is just so special where every single time you play it is different so when we thought of Ghostbusters, it was just that perfect scenario because when we start off with a game, I really kind of just kind of focus on something that can resonate the team and everyone with it. And so it was the hotel scene in Ghostbusters 1 where, you know, they split up and, and they come across Slimer and they rally up and they use their teamwork together and they use all their tools to get Slimer in the ghost trap. That was the scene, the three to five minute scene that we really looked at over and over again to go like, this is what we want to do. And it's so cool when we were playing the game in early phases where I'm running around with a PKE meter by myself, kind of like Egon was and coming across the civilian and it kind of startled me. And then I turned the corner and then one of the, one of the team has a ghost and just like running at me and there's nothing I could have done. I could do, and he just finds me, and he and he takes off. I'm like, holy shit! That was the scene from the movie. We like unintentionally had that happen, and it was just such a cool thing that that is why you know we chose to do this asymmetrical multiplayer thing where you can really have these these crazy experiences every single time you play versus like you know a, a single player game. You you play it, and you could if there's dynamics and if there's things that the team decide to do to change the way that it can play, sure, you can play it a few times, but you can't play that over and over and over again. And, you know, that's why we went for multiplayer. And plus the, the 2006 Ghostbusters game was pretty amazing. It had all, it, it had everyone from the Ghostbusters in it. And so, you know, unfortunately just with the time and era of, of everything, we wouldn't, we couldn't get all four Ghostbusters. So, you know, what we were able to make is by far the best thing that we, you know, as fans wanted to make and could make. We got Dan and Ernie, that, and that was an amazing childhood experience for myself, too. Yeah, I'm curious. How were you able to get Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson to join the cast? Was it easy or was it kind of hard? You had to convince them a little? I feel like both of them just love it as much as everyone else does. The difficulty with Dan is Dan's just like he's out in, like, Canada and he's you know it was during COVID as well so we didn't want to have anyone go into any form of questionable scenarios so we just worked with them and we found a time where you know they were you know, Ernie's Ernie's acting he's in quantum leap he's doing a lot of stuff and so we were able to find a time that he was able to do it we found a, 
a studio that was that was to all the qualifications that everyone wanted to do. And then, of course, we did a lot of testing and quarantining. We were able to record Ernie. And then Dan was up in Canada and in Kingston, and he has a studio that he uses. So we were able to do stuff with him on Zoom, but it was like in winter. So it was kind of one of those just timing things. But, you know, as soon as we spoke to them, they said, like, you know, what are we doing? What is it? And we gave them all the information. They they came in and, and really they killed it. I mean, honestly, um, Ernie came in and he has essentially two parts uh, in, in the game. He gets uh, he, he has to use a different tone and kind of like pseudo character. And he absolutely killed it. Like, I didn't know that he had such a booming voice uh, that, you know, is definitely like your Disney villain or your star wars villain of just like his voice gets so freaking awesome and then dan i mean dan is it was shocking to have him come in we had these really great lines for him and he added little things that just made it like more complicated to say is is the best way to describe it but he did it in a single take and it was like Things that, like, if I were to have written it down and read it every day, and if you were to say, like, okay, say the line, I would probably have to take six takes because it, it was just so such a big tongue t- tongue twister of crazy, you know, science words and all of this great stuff, and and I was just in awe the entire time he was he was going, and it was just super cool, just because like as we're working up, like, oh my god, this is Dan Aykroyd, like this is just like my I grew up, you know with an uncle that was just infatuated with SNL, that, that, that era. And so I think that I watched every single Dan Aykroyd movie, correct or not, as a kid with him in it. And so it was just really amazing being able to meet him and have him say the stuff that me and the team worked on. Not a lot of people know, but Dan Aykroyd comes from a family of like ghost hunters. I think yeah. he's fourth or fifth generation. I think fourth. Anyways, did he have any influence with the game storyline at all because of his background? A little bit, because when once again when we started recording, we sent him all of this, all of the everything ahead of time, and so he came in and kind of punched some things up and he kind of twisted some things around. But it was really cool because he said how happy he was of the script and how happy he was of what we had done. It was definitely felt like a collaboration, but as far as like. You know, what the script, what the story was, definitely more like an episode of a cartoon of the Ghostbusters versus like a big long thing that you would get in like a, a God of War or something like that, where there's hours and hours of cinematics. You know, this is, you know, definitely more a smaller thing. So there wasn't a lot for him to kind of like, oh, this doesn't write, this doesn't write. It was just pretty much like he is Ray. He's at the bookstore. He has a dilemma that he helps out with, and these were the things. So there wasn't like a big, you know, massive hero's journey that he needed to kind of like help us oversee. Now, where does the game fit within the Ghostbuster timeline? Right after Afterlife. And it was really kind of cool because when we pitched this in 2018, um, we had no idea Afterlife was coming. We had no idea what was the future of Ghostbusters. And so when we started working on the game, we were able to get Dan and Ernie. So it's like, okay, we've got Dan and Ernie. And we started to build the other supporting cast of different characters that we brought into the world. And uh, then the movie got announced or they told us the movie was coming and we're like, Oh boy, what, you know, what is this going to be? And started to get, you know, more and more information about it. We got the script and 
honestly, the script was really amazing. So it helped us kind of get excited about just Ghostbusters being more and more supported. And then they had a meeting with us and said, hey, we want to bring the game into the timeline of the movie. And um, we that was pretty scary because we had a bunch of other stuff. And we just had to slightly change some things. And uh, it just showed that, like, Jason and Gil were thinking of it, you know, in the way that they were, that we were on the same wavelength, I guess, would probably be the best way to describe it. Because the things that we had to do just literally slightly changed our story and then the movie just rolls right into the game at the end of the movie winston comes in with the ecto-1 in the firehouse and in the beginning of our game we take that scene and then we elaborate and then we kick the game off so it's roughly like maybe a month or two after the movie now is ghostbusters a cross-platform game yeah so spock Series X and S and 1 and PlayStation 4 and 5 and the Epic Store on PC. And when you connect your, you need to make an Epic ID, you can then cross-play. You can cross-play and match-make with everyone, but you can actually match-make with your friends across using cross-play. Oh, that is cool. Will there yeah. be any DLC for this game in the future or any other cool stuff to be oh, added yeah. to the game? Yeah, there's going to be a lot. With it being a week we've we've been kind of holding back what we're doing but we have a lot a lot the entire team's working on more dlc more content more ghosts more maps and the really exciting part is we're not making anything premium everything's going to be free it's going to be just we're we're going to support the crap out of the game this next year and really make it even bigger and better wow that's amazing i love when you know publishers and developers do that stuff because you know the fans help push this stuff and you oh, know yeah. I'll, I'll buy the hell out of a dlc but you know i love it when i get some love right back to me <laughs> that's the big thing is ghostbusters is not a hardcore shooter where you're trying to you know uh, do do the you know the dlc and all all the big stuff like really we made this game for families and for younger players and for you know the hardcore but you know the big thing is Really, we want to support it, and you know, I think that what we what we're doing with this and the working directly with Ghostcore, it was just kind of a decision that that we that we decided to just like let's just support it, let's make sure that people that buy it have fun with it, and let's just keep on going over the over the next year and really add as much as as we we can. And you know, it's it's kind of true of being kind of family oriented. One of the games that I always rage about is Dead by Daylight. And I rage like crazy when I lose. But with Ghostbusters, I don't get upset. It was like, this was fun. There's a lot of little stuff you can collect, like the mushrooms and whatnot. And I, I enjoy it. And I enjoy my time playing it rather than raging, even if I do lose. So you're right about that. It's a way more fun. <laughs> it's such an interesting thing because, you know, with we did Friday the 13th and we did we did Predator. And the goal for this was, fun like we wanted to make it fun i think with with the idea of the ghostbusters don't die they get slimed so they get downed and then they can come constantly in play the ghost has these rifts that if it gets trapped if there's still rifts in play those are kind of like continue tokens it allows the game to kind of feel a lot lighter and a lot less 
I don't want to say it's not hardcore because I, I get into crazy matches where I'm yelling and screaming the way I do with Call of Duty or, or any other game. But I think with this game, because the ghost is more mischievous versus an evil monster trying to, you know, <laughs> take people's souls or rip out spines, I think that it definitely changes your gameplay. Um, I feel that it's a lot of fun and it's a lot less stressful because you're having fun with it because it's so absurd. And that's the thing about Ghostbusters is like, I don't like it's a air quotes spooky movie. And I, you know, watch, watch it all the time around Halloween and, and, you know, it's, it's, but it's not like an F 13 or a predator where it's like this, you know, ultimate like death and destruction. And, And if you mess up, you're done and that's over with this, you have, as a ghost, you have multiple videos that you can do, and you have all of these other mechanics and gameplay pieces that allow you to kind of have fun with it. And honestly, I've played where I just find myself playing for fun versus to win and to mess with the Ghostbusters. And with, like, on PlayStation, we have a localized voice. Actually, it's with all of the systems. We have localized voice where if you have a microphone and you're a ghost, and people are trying to hunt you, and you jump into an object, and as they walk by, you you kind of make fun of them or something like that, and they turn around. Like it's just it's it's just a hilarious game, you know. And that's that's the big thing about it is Ghostbusters, the comedy, a spooky comedy, and that's what we really wanted to make is is make a game that's fun and kind of funny and spooky, but it's not you know that that like ult- ultimate you know your death is done. You know, we wanted to make it so uh, little kids could play and not get nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jared, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. For those listening, where can they find more information about your game and where to purchase it? It's Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. And yeah, you just Google it or use whatever search engine you use. Just type in Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. 